Welcome to the Education, Career, and Beyond podcast. We've combined life experience with young adult drive and ambition. Are you just starting to college plan? Did you finish your education and wonder, now what? Join us in this lively discussion about the topics you need to know to create the next stage of your life's dreams, careers, finances, education, and more. Brought to you by Voice for Heroes 501c3. Hello, and welcome back to another great episode of the Education, Career, and Beyond. Now, if you follow the show, which we hope you do, and you already haven't missed last week's, Leila Naji was our guest host last week as we had an incredible interview with Richard Rosser talking about chat GPT. This week is not that. This week is now Layla as our featured guest because she is an incredible, outstanding young woman who is making such an impact in her community, in her high school and her surroundings. And I think that this is gonna be a really big inspiration for those young adults you following us. If this is the parents, have your young adults watch this and see how Layla has really combined service with excellence and still just being a good human. And so we're gonna talk with Layla today about Rotary Interact. And we're gonna speak about her life as an amazing income high school senior. Welcome back to the show, Layla. And Ed, as always, we love you so much and we promise not to pick on you today. We're going to have a great show. Pick away. I have all my <laughs> questions ready for Layla. Layla, you ready for the spotlight? Just burning right into your flesh. Yeah. Well, let's start with the fun fact. Layla, tell us where you live a little bit about your upbringing, your family, and just, uh, you know, just that background for us so we know you a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's awesome. So thank you for having me. Um, so a little bit about me is that um, I'm pretty involved in um, the Rotary International Organization. They're huge in helping out communities and being at service to others. And um, also I'm Pretty, pretty, I guess, pretty involved in the Associated Student Body as well. Um, I've held a couple different positions within it. And um, and something that I've been newly um, recognized as, and now I'm holding this position, is the District 5320 Interact Governor, which is a really yes. cool job and everything. We're going to have some good discussion about that. What And for, the, for our listeners that are all over the world, where is District 5320? Where are you? So we are located in SoCal. So in Southern California, um, we have over, because um, this is in charge of Rotary Clubs that are sponsoring interact clubs in every single high school. And uh, basically they are assisting schools into offering so many volunteer opportunities, community service opportunities. And um, we're offering about, 60, 50 schools in this area. So a lot to go over, but it's, it's an amazing job. Give us a shout out to your high school. Dana Hills High School. <laughs> They're an amazing club. We're some of the, one of the most highly developed interact clubs in the area right now. So it's amazing. <laughs> and you're just coming into your senior year. Yes, I am. I'm going into my senior year. Um, a lot of college stuff to go over it's a whole process, but I mean, it's going to help me kind of figure out some more stuff about my, what I want to do in the future. So making that commitment in the future is going to be amazing. Well, I'm going to let Ed ask the first question, because we have a lot of questions we want to ask you just about service and how you weave that into your already full academic schedule anyways. Ed, I'm going to let you take it. Okay. So I've got 72 questions. Yes. 
All of them are 10 part questions. So you'll get seven questions oh, with yes. 10 parts each. Uh, Layla, thanks for joining us. Uh, it was great having you on uh, last week as a co-host. Um, but you know, Amy sent me over some information because I know you guys know each other personally. And I'm kind of impressed with the seven-page resume that you have at the ripe old age is like 17. Um, but I really wanted to talk about kind of how you got things going. And usually I end with this question, but I think it's appropriate to start with this question. Um, Layla, who... Who's been influential in your life? Who would you say helped guide you to this place where you're achieving certain things? Like, do you have a mentor? Do you have somebody you go to? Who's the key uh, pillars in your life that helped you guide, help guide you? Yeah, great question. So it's this mainly my <laughs> the seven part question. I'm still waiting for, it, but that's the first one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's mainly my parents. So ever since I was young, my mom, um, I, I guess I was a super, I was a really quiet kid. I don't know what, what that was, but apparently my mom kind of just wanted to push me towards being more out there, kind of being more involved in a school. And she thought being a parent, I had some potential into doing more in this community, you know? So, um, some things that I've done is I've, uh, starting at a young age, I was part of the student council and elementary school. And uh, since that point onward, I've kind of found more of a passion to um, kind of building more into that uh, basis of leadership and these leadership roles. So um, with my mom by my side and kind of pushing me towards that and also having my dad who has his own business company, which kind of inspires me some career um, options. Um, I've kind of, again, pushed more into the leadership opportunities, and I found more of a passion in kind of managing that and um, taking upon more larger roles and going to a bigger scope and things. So my parents have been a great asset to my life. That's awesome. Uh, leadership in student body in elementary. Sorry, I just had to segue that. I didn't I didn't remember that you could do that in elementary school. Way to go. <laughs> Easy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, fourth grade I started. It's crazy. <laughs> uh I, I picked up on something in your answer that you said you know you're a little quiet, a little shy when you were younger. Um, what impact has these outreaching programs had on you from a personality perspective? You know, when did you get comfortable being around adults? Can you talk a little bit about that progression and how important that's been for you? Yeah, I mean, growing up as an Afghan American, my parents were originally born in Afghanistan. Um, we always have family parties, family gatherings. And one of the things that's um, essential in that is that there's all kinds of age groups. There's all kinds of people, people that you've grown up with, people that you've probably never seen before. Um, and I never had anyone my age. No one was my age. And so I'd either have to kind of mingle with the lower crowd, more of the kids that were a little too young for me or the way older people or just some of the millennials, you know. Um, and something that I've kind of gained through that experience is that Yes, I was pretty young for my age and talking to all kinds of groups, but um, that kind of helped me get out of my comfort zone in these gatherings is that um, I'm speaking to all kinds of groups and hearing what they talk about and um, how can I kind of engage and be in that conversation as well. Like I'm hearing little kids talk about little video games, so I'm also playing with them. And then you hear like the more older, older adults kind of talking about 
um, political conversations. And, you know, I started kind of engaging in that and offering my insight. And, you know, I started feeling really comfortable in that. <laughs> yeah. If you call Amy and me older one more time, I'm going to just get just out of this interview. I'm just saying. <laughs> you got a lot of nerve calling us old. No such thing. I don't know what they're talking about. Are you guys at these gatherings? I, maybe you guys were. <laughs> no, but just by connection, I got the impression very distinctly that we're old. Uh, oh, so, my goodness. I mean, I'm yeah. not. But... Oh, there I am Ed standing is. alone Ed. again. Uh, so, hey, Layla, I got a question for you. And I don't even know if you have a, an answer for this. But of all the accomplishments that you have, we'll talk about that, too. There was one thing that jumped out at me. And it was your experience in graphic design. So uh, I'm just curious, where did that come from? How does that creativity work? You got all these other things going on. Where do you fit time in to be creative? Literally, it, it stems back from when my parents kind of taught me about money management and um, kind of working out if I wanted to pay for something, I had to myself. So I kind of grew that business mind and creating how can I make money? How can I do this? So I would literally go um, start networking and I would start talking to people and um, see if they could um, buy these bracelets for me. I made a lot of bracelets and they're actually pretty cute, guys. They were, I was somewhat <laughs> talented in bracelet making. And, you know, being a younger kid, I, I feel like a lot of people wanted to kind of helped me out. So they would buy my bracelets and that kind of started up of um, how I'm kind of talking to people and start promoting my little business. And I got myself a little, um, I think I got myself an iPad or something. And then I started wow. kind of saving up money more and everything, but that kind of led to um, marketing and promoting. And that kind of inspired me to get more into social media and, um, you know, trying to promote stuff. And the thing that I did graphic designing was at school. So any promotions at the school we did through social media. We also did like posters and, you know, the basics, but a lot of stuff have been through social media and um, creating those graphic designs have really made me really creative and kind of out of my shell in these things. Well, that's pretty hey, cool. You have such a powerful background with ASB and leadership within your own student body since fourth grade and now through high school. That doesn't always come naturally to everybody. A lot of kids are very reserved. Like, no, I don't want to be involved. They didn't want to put themselves maybe through that peer pressure or too much work. I already have homework. How has yeah. that been for you? And what do you advise, especially for those that are watching this, young adults, maybe on the fence of joining ASB and saying, I really do want to be a young leader. How has that been for you? And what would you advise someone if they were on the fence with that? Yeah, so I, that's a great question. So I think um, a lot of people look at the associate student body and the student council and they think it's just a very, it's a stereotype how maybe we're all outgoing and we all have these talents already. But a lot of people come into the student council. I mean, I went into it fourth grade with literally no experience in anything. You know, it's elementary school. But you go into it with um, an open heart and you try to find your people within there. Um, you can be a little bit reserved or something, but there's so many people there that can kind of help you and bring you out of your shell a little bit. And all, honestly, if you want to be more involved in the school, this is a perfect opportunity for kids to do so. 
um, especially if you just want to be involved in maybe offering your creative ideas. Um, I know so many people even outside of the associate student body that offer so many cool dance ideas or, um, you know, so many creative graphic designs and they're willing to help out. So um, offering those creative ideas and um, you don't need to have a specific requirement or talents in order to join it. You can be whoever you want to be and you can kind of grow from that experience and become a leader. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, is... I'll give you one too. <laughs> I'll give myself one a little bit. <laughs> Ed, you, want, you have any thoughts on that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm leadership's kind of a crazy thing and you've got so much diversification in the things that you've done. Mm -hmm. This question also is a little off the beaten path, if you will. Um, I would you said you started at fourth grade and you said you had no experience. I'm kind of curious, what is your position on being willing to make mistakes as you learn? What is that mm -hmm. beneficial? It's scary. You don't like it. You embrace it. Talk to us about you know, your experience with, you know, learning something from the ground up and what would you tell a young person who might be sitting there going, I want to do it, but uh, I, I want to do it right. I don't want to make any mistakes. What are your thoughts on that? Honestly, there's no perfect way to do things. I, I'll give you an instance where, um, where you, you kind of have to make mistakes. You kind of have to, um, be corrected sometimes you need to hear some feedback you need to be critiqued in order to become better you know to improve and um i guess one of those instances one of the positions that i've held in the associate student body was pep rallies commissioner and we basically kind of set up pep rallies and activities at the school and i went into the position not knowing anything you know i had no guidelines how to set this up like i kind of underestimated how busy this job was, especially connecting with others and texting people frequently and kind of getting people on the job. And um, I'm not going to lie, the first event was horrible. It was it was just something that no one knew what was happening. It was um, a lot of people at Dana Hills complain about an outside pep rally. It's just not the same experience as in the gym where all the lights are going off and, you know, where the whole like class can really get involved and you know cheer and all that and the first one was horrible it was a really bad experience but I kind of stayed strong even though people were probably um critiquing me on the side and everything what I did is after that day I got a little clipboard and I went up to every single person in ASB and also all my friends and people that I've never known before and I was like what happened in that pep rally that was so bad? <laughs> and I, what the point was, was to really have them critique me. I wanted to hear um, a harsh uh, critique. And, you know, I wanted them to tell me what my mistakes were and how I can sit down and really figure out how can I correct them? You know, um, learning from that experience, you got to always learn. I, I say, I don't have any regrets. I went to a rotary meeting one time and they asked like, what's your biggest regret? And I was like, I don't have any. I think everything is taken as an experience and you can either learn from it or grow from it, or you can just kind of sit back and think, wow, what, what can I do with that? You know? Um, and so honestly, if you're starting from the ground up, you just, you just gotta keep on going. You gotta try to be involved as much as po possible and just try to see 
uh, what can you do and how can you assist them? Um, and that's where your talents start to come to light and your skills start to come to light. And, um, yeah, you're going to make mistakes on the way, but, um, that's how you're going to start to grow and become a better leader. Wow. I really she love that, that up for success. <laughs> yeah, I, I, love, I love that answer for a couple of reasons, Layla. One, yeah. because let's be honest, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And sometimes there's not someone there to guide you through it. That's a huge lesson for life. But I think in a, in a much larger sense, um, when you're in a situation where, you know, it didn't go the way you had hoped or you wanted to go and solicit people's feedback so that you can get the information to help improve that, that's huge. I mean, and the other part of it, which I think is great, is you took ownership. I was like, yeah, it bombed. I don't, I, you know, let's see what we can do to fix it. So as a young adult, anybody who's listening out there, those are critical, right? Ask for help when you can. Don't mm -hmm. be afraid to make a mistake. And when you do get feedback on those choices and own own a mistake if you make it. No one, no one's gonna they'll respect you more if you own that. And I think you said it, that's the true definition of leadership. A leader is the person who's willing to do those things. So that's fantastic. Yeah, I think something to kind of piggyback on that is that even if you Oh, my here. There you go. Now you're back with us. <laughs> Good. Piggyback? Yeah, so piggybacking on that, um, even if someone's not even telling you what's happening or if they're not really critiquing you, I kind of pushed towards it and I was like, I made an honest mistake and, um, and I really want to see how can I learn from this. And you can ask teachers. You can ask. I mean, I asked my, um, my ASB teacher and I was like, what did I do wrong? And I mean, what do you think that I should do to kind of correct that? And she kind of gave me some insight on that. A lot of seniors at the time were kind of telling me, well, this is how we did it a while ago. And this is something that you can kind of apply to it. So kind of reaching out to your peers as well, like you said, is amazing. You know, trying to see how can you improve yourself as much as possible. And that is a message to every leader of all ages in any organization, association, business, nonprofit, community <laughs> outreach, anything, family, all of it, that message is tried and true through and through for successful life. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my you goodness. You want me to keep going, Amy? Because I got questions. No. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. He's got a lineup. Actually, you know what, Amy? I, I asked a ton. I want to make sure you get in there and mix it up with Layla too. Well, we can see completely why Layla was chosen as the Interact, Interact Governor. And for those watching and listening, Rotary International, Rotary International is the largest service organization in the world. With that, you have zones, areas, districts, and then within districts, you have the clubs. So when we talk about her being the governor of a district, we're talking about all of Southern California, Orange County area. There are 40, how many, 40, correct me, 44 clubs, I believe. I would say maybe 45 or pushing it to 60 this year. If you yes. So, I mean, she is literally going into her senior year of high school and the leader of all of these clubs of other amazing young adults who are plugging into Rotary International, infiltrating into their high school and saying, we want to make a difference, not just at a community level, but at a global level. And I know that this is really passionate for Layla. So Layla, why don't you speak about some of the initiatives of what you hope to do this year as governor, what you guys are already doing, and are there new things that you're about to bring into these organizations? 
Yeah, excellent question. I'm so excited. I was literally just asked this the other day. Um, I went to a social event for um, uh, Irvine Rotary and they were, and this guy came up to me and he's like, what are three things that you want to do for this year? And I was like, wow, this is like, uh, it's very like secretive. Like he passed the notebook to me and I was like, <laughs> okay, I guess I'm gonna have to answer this. And no hesitation. I wrote down what to say. And he's like, wow, that was really fast. I was like, I mean, I've had these goals in mind ever since I kind of got this position months back, but it's to mainly there's, I have a whole list of, um, that I've gathered from the last, um, district governor, interact governor. And there was a lot of schools that were not active or were not, um, engaging. And a lot of people have kind of come up to me saying like, how can I even establish a club or even engage a club? And that's one of the goals this year and me working with the, um, district governor from Rhodey. Uh, we're hoping to kind of work alongside each other to kind of reestablish these clubs, make sure that they are active and they are representing Rotary and making sure that they're pretty frequent in offering volunteer opportunities. Because um, that's what kind of keeps our students engaged is really helping out in the community and trying to reach out to um, Rotary members as well. But um, yeah, so we're kind of working to extend this um, amount of schools that are established, and we're hoping to kind of connect every single Rotary Club in this area to an Interact Club or to a high school. Yes. So that's one of the main things. <laughs> and then another really exciting one is um, nothing too official yet, but because this area is a little dangerous right now, um, we're hoping to establish an international project this year. Um, last yes. year, we were not so fortunate in doing it. But this year, I have been, I have, I've been having experience in international affairs and um, projects before. And, um, and this is something I'm really excited about is to create a solar farm or solar powered devices in South Sudan. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's a possibility, but because of how dangerous it is, we're still trying to um, discover how we can do it. But um, doing our research and seeing the lack of electricity or power in that area, um, that is something that we want to do. So kind of the name for that is to bring light to those in the dark, pretty much. Ooh, Love it. Look at that. I like that a lot. Right? <laughs> yeah. So that's just another idea, I guess. And I mean, there's just so many other goals, just small goals that we're trying to take little steps towards, but um, I mean, international project is a huge thing. I probably, if this international project goes forward, um, it would still continue throughout um, my college too. So um, yes. this might be a multiple multi-year kind of project, but it's something that I want to stay throughout the entire thing and hopefully even visit at the final product, you know? That'd be awesome. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's so exciting. And oh. Rotary is just such an amazing organization because you have the the resources, the tools, the support network for you to really bring this to life. And I think that's what is so incredible about Interact being able to plug in with this organization. That you guys aren't just standing alone creating something. You're creating something within such an, an, a great organization. What are some of the community level projects that you guys have been working on and what's also coming up? Yeah. So, I mean, 
to start small, I guess, we've always done like beach cleanups and everything. And something within the district that we've been offering is district training. So kind of becoming more familiar in Rotary and kind of connecting to those Rotarians. A lot of um, interactors come to this area um, to these trainings and kind of get more familiar with the Rotary area of focuses, you know, um, where you can help in community development or yeah. maybe in the medical development um, or even technology. Um, there's so many things that you can do in these trainings, but we always have like a speaker and um, motivational speaker to really speak about their experiences either in Rotary or just their journey throughout their lives. So um, those are people that we would obviously maybe even bring here to the podcast. Thank or you. Yeah. So um, bringing speakers there and just kind of inspiring interactors to become more involved is something that's so magical. And I mean, when I'm talking to all these Rotarians, they're like, we always start with these interact clubs, but we never find these interactors becoming Rotarians. So with more of these trainings and more of these conferences, I'm hoping yes. to kind of push these interactors into be becoming more involved and staying within Rotary and um, that's one thing that we want to do, you know, um, yes, kind we of do conferences and yeah. So we even had Amy at one of the district conferences and she sang there and did a presentation and she really shared her vision about, um, marketing and everything and some insight. And I actually, Amy, may I say the story about that? Yes, of course. <laughs> it wasn't me. I wasn't there. I'm just kidding. Yes, yes of course. <laughs> Um, one of the district conferences, she um, she gave a presentation about um, marketing and some things that you can do to kind of promote an event or kind of help towards that. And one thing that I did was um, I saw on like a little bullet point was contact your local news or um, anything of that sort. So literally the next day I'm like walking, I'm walking around who was I like Irvine spectrum or something. I was just finishing up some homework and I just, I just started like searching up some places and I found some numbers and I started making calls after calls. And, and then, and I was just like, we're going to need you guys to come here. We're going to need a whole story on us. It was about a, um, it was about a film festival that the Dana point, um, city was kind of holding and it was a huge success because they were willing to support us and willing to kind of promote us and um the next district conference that we had i went to amy and i was like it worked it worked and, and i just wanted to tell her that you you just got to listen to your peers you got to really um take in that insight and try to utilize that because you guys have so much experience have so much advice to give us and us taking it back, we can totally use that and even do it from a young age, I guess, from 17 for me. Yeah. Well, thank you, Layla. This is why Ed and I started this show. We're in our second season here. This is the 21st episode right here Be because we're so passionate about inspiring and providing resource and support to all of our young adults out there to say, you can do it. Here's the resources to do it. We don't have all the answers, but we will find people that have answers to amazing categories and amazing subjects. And this is this library is doing just that. And also getting your opinion and your insight and listening to what you need and our other co-hosts that are young adults that come in and what is it you need? Because we don't know, because Ed and I did go to school a long time ago. Yes, we have established that fact. 
It was a while ago. So we don't know what it's like for you now, the resources that you need, the support that you need to succeed. And to, to meet young adults like you and, and also all of the other amazing young adults that have been a part of the show, those that I've met in, in Interact in the various districts, especially 5320, which I just love. You guys are just outstanding. And we're learning from you. When did it up happen? I think Ed and I are learning and growing more and more because of all of for you. Sure. And that's what's so magical about this. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think just from this organization, I've already learned so much. I've probably learned so much more about being a leader and trying to grow from there um, than my eight years in associate student body. Don't tell my teacher, but yeah. <laughs> but that's probably um, one of the things that I pride on from this organization. That's amazing. I know I, this interview is flying by. I know we don't we don't have a ton of time left, but Layla, I, I would like to have you kind of speak on the refugee situation mm -hmm. and the Afghans that you're assisting with. I don't know how you squeeze all this into your schedule, right. not to mention the athletic stuff that you yeah. do. But I'm I'm curious, what's what what are you doing in that regard? And for those who don't really know what's happening, could you shed some light on that situation for them? Yeah, yeah, of course. So like I said before, my parents were originally born in Afghanistan and, you know, them experiencing everything there. I mean, so many crazy things that have happened there. They they know what has happened and coming here. They want to support everyone. Um, I don't think we have any family there anymore, but we definitely do have friends and people and just our entire community that's there. And um, that's someone that we're willing to support, especially through these tough times. So um, it was actually last year I established a club at my school um, and it was um, International Refugee Resources Club. It was a long title. But um, the thing about it was that uh, we were partnering up with an organization that my family is really close ties with. Um, we have a lot of my, a lot of my aunts and uncles have, are heads of those organizations. And um, something that they helped with is we uh, saw refugees coming here and we started providing um, resources such as like um, uh, hotels and um, houses and apartments and also just the basic necessities. You need a bed, you need food, um, appliances and um so we were providing those and um, something that I wanted our club to kind of help out with was kind of organizing the warehouse. They always kind of, we got a huge Sears warehouse that someone was so kindly um, gave to us at such a nice price. And um, they basically supported us through this organization and kind of wow. gave, gave us a huge area where we could put all of our resources and put it there and kind of organize it. So when family by um we would kind of do a walk around this warehouse and be like okay so here's your bed so we kind of put that and packed it up in the truck for them then we got um some basics like the sheets and then we kind of took we told them we're like which one would you we always had them pick out what would they like um we even had a huge area where the clothes and shoes and all kinds of sizes were donated and they were all brand new which was so sweet of everyone for donating so um, this club kind of revolved around that idea, but um, with a lot of the stuff already donated and given out to families, we um, we actually kind of sold out, if we would say. And um, 
there a lot of them were assisted but we're still continuing to do that so i let the club kind of fall through a little bit but um on my own time i'm still kind of helping them out and volunteering as much as possible um yeah, so one of the other things i guess that we do for the refugees is um we also help out orphans in afghanistan so at a very young age wow my dad found this organization, um, some friends of ours, and they were kind of um, telling us, they're like, there's so many kids that are orphans here. And I mean, what can we do to support them? So honestly, I think we we give about $270 per month, honestly, and um, entire family, we got our entire, our family's huge. So <laughs> saying what I'm saying, our entire family, it's pretty big. And the impact that we're all making together to donate this money every single month to them. And um, what this essentially does is about $30 can provide one kid with all kinds of resources like housing and um, toiletries and their education and anything there. So we established this over there. Um, we, I guess you would say that we adopted these kids. So yeah. I, I've adopted um, about like seven eight kids. And you know, what's really nice is um, hearing updates from them. they frequently mail um, letters to us and tell us how they are. And there's like pictures of them too. So seeing how beautiful they are and how much they're growing at um, such a young age and stemming from there. Amazing. So just seeing how much of an impact we can make with $30 for one kid is amazing there. And um, I'm continuing to hope to do something bigger than that with this international project as well. Yes. <laughs> well, we look forward to supporting you in that. Any links that you have, anything you want us to put in these show notes, please make sure I have it. Look for those links in these notes, because if you want to support what they are doing there, support some of these orphans, we want to be a part of that. Oh, thank you. What thank an you. amazing spirit. Nice. Uh, that's that's a beautiful internal spirit that you have there. Uh, the only last question I have is about college. Uh, you yes. mentioned that you've been preparing for college, uh, which yes. is curious to me because most young people haven't started who are going into their senior year. So maybe you could give us an update on where you're out in the process and maybe even comment on why it's so important to start early in that process. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty slow process, but if you don't really have um, – like the connections to kind of help you start in that process you're like sitting at your computer like where do i even start you know yeah. um and i'm lucky through this organization i found so many people that um have helped me with my college um scholarships and i'm even meeting with someone through rotary that is helping me kind of start with my college process and everything but um so something that i'm really interested in since like day one was was um, architecture and business management. So, um, nice. and kind of starting with these leadership roles a lot, it was always management or some kind of type of management, I guess. But um, and kind of being really creative and getting out of my comfort to create um, all kinds of stuff. Literally, I played like video games a long time ago when I was making houses and um, creating neighborhoods and all that stuff and growing up with architects near me. It's, it's very inspiring. So um, hoping to either major or minor still thinking about it because I mean, it's the time to really get to know yourself and think, um, what do I want to do? But 
hopefully either major or minor in architecture, business management, and it will go either one for those. But um, yeah, I really, I really like those two fields. And I'm really lucky that I have a lot of people that are in those two fields that I can try to shadow so I can get more familiar with those areas. But right now we're just looking into scholarships and um, already got a college list in the mix. So we're, we're starting it. We're starting it. Cool. That's good for you <laughs> um, to share that. So people know um, what they should be doing. I think the whole yeah. conversation we had is about just being active and doing things mm -hmm. and kind of getting out there and uh, get a little uh, uncomfortable and uh, you're doing a, a, I was going to say a bad word. You're doing a heck of a job. Layla, so keep up the good work. Um, and, and I would say this, you're a friend of the show. You're a friend of Amy's. I've been in the college planning space for almost 20 years. So if you need any guidance, direction, want to bounce something off me, uh, please keep my number and text and email handy. Um, just let me know. So thank you for everything you've done. And if there's anything I can do to assist you in that process, let me know. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. And I think just like going through life and having all these experiences where um, I'm kind of like leveling up in some positions and all that, you gain so many different connections and meet so many cool people. And seeing how I met Ed here is amazing. And <laughs> amazing, isn't it? Awesome. Yeah. I always say this, Layla, it's not what you know, it's who you know. It, it mm -hmm. is about it's relationships. It is. It, it, it is everything. That's how you're going to move around in life. It's it's usually a, an introduction. Somebody mm -hmm. knows somebody or they can connect you and you just have to be active. And I think that's the other lesson about what you're doing is just putting yourself out there, being active. Uh, you know, the world uh, moves on gravitation. And when that happens, yes. things come to you. You don't have to work that hard. So keep up, keep doing your thing. I hope you find some I was just thinking about how interesting it would be if you went into architecture and you're building stuff for orphans in <laughs> Afghanistan and you're yes. creating some stuff. So, you know, keep doing what you're doing. And I liked what you said about doing it through college. And if you're going to do it through college, I have a sneaky suspicion you're going to be doing it through your entire life. So mm -hmm. thanks for being a great example. I'm inspired, like Amy said. So you do a great job and you keep uh, inspiring us old people. Oh, and I... uh, do it. <laughs> Amy, Layla, do you have any, I, do you have any other yes, just, thoughts before we bounce out of here or what? Layla, I just, I loved you the minute I met you um, through the leadership conference. And every time I listen to you and get to know you more, I'm just more wowed. And you are truly just such an inspiration, not only to the other young adults that you are leading, but also to those of us old adults here who are wowed and inspired and reminded of those little things, those things we even take for granted. I mean, $30 a day is is housing and providing for one of these children. That's two trips to Starbucks for a lot of people. So the fact that you're reminding us of these luxuries we take for granted here in life, you're reminding me to be smarter and better in my business, to be open. You've just been such an inspiration and so proud to walk alongside you in this journey as governor this year and also walk alongside you for everything that's ahead for your future. And we really love having you a part of this show. I'm sure you're going to be coming back as guest hosting again. We want you on regular rotation and also anybody else that you want to bring to the table for us, because that's what this is about. Congratulations on everything you've done and what an exciting year this is about to be. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I literally, I'm so grateful to kind of share my experience and share my insight for any young adults here and all adults here as well. 
Come on, that's that's a we got some young, great young adults, young people around. Oh, here. <laughs> my heart is full. My heart is full. <laughs> I got verklempt. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sharing, Ed, you take us home. Yeah, we're out of here. So listen, uh, on behalf of the governor, Layla Naji, this is the uh, education uh, career beyond. She's hitting all those notes and is inspiration not only to other young people and parents. If you're listening out there, this is the kind of things that you can have your young people doing, making an impact on the world and giving uh, all of us a little bit more hope. We all need a little bit of that, a little positivity. So listen, if you're listening and you're like, man, this is a really good episode, please give us a thumbs up, a like. If you really feel inspired, you think somebody should hear about it, share it with somebody. And of course, these are the type of guests we have. Sometimes they're young, sometimes they're old, sometimes they're old with young spirits, sometimes they're young with old spirits. Everybody's here. So subscribe so you can get the entire picture of what we do. So on behalf of my friend and my co-host, Amy, this is Ed Sanderson. That's Education, Career, and Beyond. We'll see you next time.